0: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with your host, Gabriel Mazar. Gabriel Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Sean Brown of Bliss Commercial Realty. We're diving into another ugly side of this pandemic as we look at commercial real estate tenant leases, and how we can make the best out of this situation as a small business. We will discuss trends as well as differences between COVID-19's effect versus 9-11 and the 2008's recession. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar.
1: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I am your host, Gabby Mazar, and on today's episode, we are taking a look at a different side of this pandemic. Um, last week, we talked about the medical side, uh, perspective from a doctor. Today, I want to talk to Sean Brown from Bliss, uh, Bliss Realty, Bliss, what is it?
2: Bliss Commercial Realty, yeah. Bliss
1: Commercial Realty, sorry. Um, and I want to talk about what is happening with um, basically the economy. So we've, we know what's happening medically. We know what's happening with people and deaths and statistics and kind of how the media is making everything all crazy. So I want to dive into what is happening, you know, on a personal Level what what people are actually seeing, and not just what you know the hysteria of whatever the media is showing us. So welcome, Sean.
2: Thanks, babe. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah. So you have been in real estate, in um, small business franchising for many years. Um, so I know that your perspective is um, personal. You know, you've seen. What's gone on, especially during 2008, during you know the, that recession and everything. So tell me a little bit about what you see, what's going on right now.
2: Well, like you said, I've had a 25 years' experience in the in the commercial real estate arena, um, both as a commercial real estate agent, as a small business owner, uh, as a development agent, and as a restaurant owner. So I have lots of experience. Um, And obviously, there's similarities between now and 2008, but there's also a lot of differences. So uh, this happened, of course, overnight, Um, literally, you know, six weeks ago, the economy was buzzing along very strong. And uh, the only real reason that, in fact, I saw a great presentation just two months ago Uh, From a noted economist from California who said the only thing that can derail this economy is a a disruption or anomaly. Well, we had that anomaly. There you go. (laughs) So so literally that that came along and uh, we have a situation where through the effects of social distancing and government regulations, um, we have people are staying at home. Um, a large number of businesses are not able to operate at their full capacity. You know, or about, at all. Or at all. Yeah. So we have a lot of restaurants, rest, restaurants or businesses that can only be takeout and delivery. So they you know their their revenue streams are anywhere from you know thirty to fifty percent of what they normally would be.
1: I think um, I estimated that I'm down about seventy percent.
2: Yeah. Even,
1: so, even with um, <clears throat> even with online classes and um, doing like my own personal uh, clients and online too. So we're yeah, we definitely are seeing the hit in the fitness industry as well.
2: <clears throat> yeah, the fitness industry is probably hit hard is harder is, is as hard because again you can't operate at full capacity. Um, so there's huge. The, the effects on the economy are going to be huge so I can I can talk about basically what's going to happen with uh, commercial real estate and a little bit of the best thing that that uh, uh, that tenants can do um, in their relations with landlords at this point in time so
1: yeah can, uh, so tell us a little bit so like for me my landlord you know I've, I've already talked to him and we've kind of worked out a plan but um, he doesn't own a ton of properties so he's not like a commercial um, company that owns, you know, lots of properties and strip malls. He just owns my personal building. So it makes it a little easier for me to just kind of have a conversation with him. Whereas I know other business owners are in the position where the landlords are locked them out and said, you know, no, sorry, I don't care. And, um, it's just, it's very difficult because especially in this time, you know you're, you're talking not just 5000 5000 10,000, 15 and 20,000 dollars a month, and especially with restaurants, their margins are very small. So you look at other industries and think, you know other industries have a margin of maybe 15 to 25 percent, whereas restaurants are between three and nine percent. So um, their margins are small to begin with, and if people are in a position where they're having a very difficult time, this is devastating.
2: Yes, definitely is. My my biggest advice. Well, first thing I would do is definitely look at the Paycheck Protection Program. So, and yes, the money did run out on Thursday or Friday. Um, however, they are looking at putting another two hundred and fifty billion into uh, into the program. And oh, that would be great. So, um, and I would definitely I would recommend you know going if you have a loan that you currently have on your business, um, work with your current lender. Um, obviously, your current lender is going to have a vested interest in the survival of your business, and so definitely work with them. They will bump bump you to the bump you to the top of the list in terms of getting that in. Um, the only exception is if your bank is Wells Fargo, because Wells Fargo has a limitation uh, due to the sanctions that they received before, and so if your bank is Wells Fargo that you have your loan through, um, I would find a different bank to apply to. Um, cause Wells Fargo is pretty backed up. So, but okay. the paycheck protection program is a great program. Um, I did it for my other business. Uh, I've already gotten funded for it. Uh, um, you're, you're allowed to use 75, uh, you required to use 75% of the proceeds toward payroll. Um, but it's basically based on two and a half months of your 2019 payroll. Or if you're a new business, um, they you can they use an eight week period prior prior to the shutdown um, as a baseline too. So you get two and a half months, and you have to use seventy five percent of it toward payroll. But you're allowed the other use the other 205 percent toward rent, utilities, and uh, interest payments on your on a mortgage. So um, so there's definitely a huge advantage to that, um, and um, and if you comply with that um, and you and you hire back your employees you're allowed to um, it, you know there's a chance that it's forgivable that the loan is forgivable very high chance that it's forgivable. Yeah. so definitely mm-hmm. go that route um, and then work with your landlord you know I, I, what i'm telling everybody from a commercial real estate standpoint is is to work with your landlord um and a, a, every landlord tenant situation is unique just like you talked about before um, but the first thing to do is look at your lease Right. Um, Review your lease. Look look at your lease options. Um, And this is where, you know, the negotiations up front are important, you know, to to get the strongest lease as possible. The stronger lease you have, the more negotiating power you have.
1: Yeah. And you Um, may be able to even get out of your lease for something like this because there's certain clauses that um, allow termination of the lease by, by either party.
2: Yes. Yes. So there's definitely review your lease. Work with your landlord. Your landlord. Um, the the tough thing with landlords is is that the is they're also in the same situation um, with their lenders. Um, however, you know this is a fluid situation that is changing daily. Um, and there's talk now in Congress that Congress may act to help landlords um, and uh, with their lender in their situation with their lenders and provide relief somehow to landlords so if that goes through that's another thing that would give negotiation to tenants to be able to get relief as well
1: right so because what we're seeing is, is fluid. you know what we're seeing is is that if the tenant's not paying their rent then it's the possibility that the landlord may not be able to pay their mortgage or whatever loan they have so they're you know they are and that's you know when i spoke with my landlord that's exactly what he said you know i'm in the same boat I, you know, my business is down a huge and I still have my bills to pay. And, you know, this is what I'm doing. You know, you should do this. You should try that. So, you know, having that paycheck protection plan still look for those options. I've actually went out and applied for different grants for small businesses. I mean, they're, they're out there. There are charities, there are uh, groups that help small businesses. There's groups that help bartenders, um, a bartender relief fund or something, the U.S. bartender relief fund. So there are plenty of options. So don't, don't get discouraged is I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, It's just there's a lot out there to help uh, small businesses. Even though we see this huge bailout for you know airlines and banks and everything, there there is stuff out there this time to help us.
0: And I think
2: there's more. There's going to be more coming. So the biggest thing is to communicate. If you're not able to pay your rent uh, with your landlord, then the biggest thing is to communicate to them. Um, the governors' stay did prevent uh, commercial evictions until the end of May.
1: 90 days, uh, I think,
2: was it? Uh, May 31st. So there's a little bit of confusion on it. Some people think that it, uh, that it prevents, um, prohibits late fees, but it only encourages landlords not to charge late fees. It doesn't prohibit them. The only thing that, is, that it prohibits uh, landlords from doing is, is evicting someone, and it's only if they were affected by um, the COVID-19. If, they, if you're already behind in your rent, or you're already in default with your rent, the landlord can still evict you. Hmm. So it's only if you were current prior to um, COVID-19, to the quarantine, um, and then fell behind um, or went into default because of that, that is the only reason that you would be uh, not, they were not able to evict you. So, so it actually doesn't do that much, but it does, it does give um, some time for landlords and tenants and lenders to work it out where, you know, the commercial real estate world is a delicate ecosystem with all, you know, all three have to exist and have to be able to um, thrive in order for all, you know, we all have to be successful together. So, um, and the reality is, is that there's not a line, you know, if the landlord does, You know, evict you. There's right now. There's not a line of people who want to lease the space. Right. So, um, so it's in the landlord's best interest to work with you as well, in most cases. So, um, sometimes if the landlord is not working with you, it's usually because they're not able to with the lender. Um,
1: Do you think that we're going to see a trend uh, after this in uh, commercial property renting for like a more competitive rental market?
2: Definitely. So we're seeing um, a couple numbers that, you know, definitely want to share today is that I've heard um, we don't have any hard numbers, but we've heard that anywhere that only about 20 to 30% of tenants in Arizona paid their April rent. So that's yeah. a huge, huge number. So um, so only 20 to 30% uh, paid their April rent. And that a lot of people are on a wait, wait and see. Uh, mode so um, and then we're also you know we're forecasting it depends a lot on the sector so um, retail is obviously a mess um, because it's you know heavily in terms of retail was already shifting because so much of uh, commerce had gone to e-commerce online and so retail had shifted more toward restaurants and experiential uh, type uses Um, well experiential type uses um, like Uh, Pilates studios and and uh, bowling bowling and and, uh, gyms and uh, entertainment they're the ones that are shut down right now so yeah the retail if you're in retail retail is a mess we're you know we're see we're expecting rents the forecast for rents anyway is to decrease as much as 10 percent in the short term um, meaning the next, you know, for the next 12 to 18 months. Um, so we're definitely going to see lower rents. So, I don't know, if we're definitely, but that's the forecast is that we're going to see lower rents on the, on the retail side.
1: And with that too, you have a little bit more of a negotiating power as well from the uh, tenant side, because, you know, obviously people are trying to get people into their space. So, um, you know, it's if you're in, say, a month-to-month lease, or you're in a position where you can terminate your lease, you do have options as well to find something, maybe in the next six to twelve months, that will be a better fit for you, anyway. So that is also, I mean, I guess, a positive for the small business, not necessarily for the landlord.
2: Yeah. If you, the other option is, if you really, if you're, if you're really like the space you're in, and your lease is coming up for renewal. Um, within the next couple of years, this might be a good opportunity to go back to your landlord and negotiate a, you know, in, incorporated with maybe some rent abatement during this time period. Um, that's where you have some leverage to go back to the landlord and say, okay, you know, you know, listen, I can't, you know, I can't do, I can't make my rent these couple months, but you know, you know, I want to stay. Let's talk about an extension. So you could do an extension at a lower at a lower rate than you may be paying, you might actually end up being able to save money over the long run and, um, and lock in your location for a longer period. Yeah. Because it definitely, you know, and I specialize in tenant representation. And so this is, and we've been in a market for the last three or four years, um, that's been very much a landlord's market. So, I mean, we negotiate and we do get a lot of concessions, but, um, there's has been depending on the space, it's been a lot of competition for spaces, so this is definitely you know puts it more into a tenants market, um, particularly in retail and office so not not quite as much in in terms of industrial uh uh and industrial is still expected to remain um you know pretty strong because obviously there's been a shift in e-commerce and so um last mile distributors and warehouses is the demand has actually increased. Uh, for those type of spaces, Amazon, so, yeah, oh, I Amazon, two point
1: eight billion or something like that, two hundred and eighty billion. I don't know. He made some
2: grocery absurd stores.
1: amount of money. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, grocery stores and all, all that. So there, uh, so there's there's it depends a little bit on the sector, but definitely in retail, the the forecast is for rents to go down, um, as well as uh, um, office as well. So you know, office is interesting. I, I don't know whether You know, uh, the the, there are probably going to be some people um, who are working from home, or just decide that they just rather work from home.
1: Yeah, that could demand
2: is probably going to be down as well.
1: I think that's something we're seeing now is how much we can go online, how much we can survive without even being in the office, which would be great for traffic, by the way. But. Um, I guess not so much for commercial real estate, but yeah, we're seeing the, how we adapted to this as well, how we took this shift. I mean, pretty much immediately, like you said, it, everything came to a screeching halt basically in a day and over the course of the last four to six weeks, everything has changed. And I think we've seen, you know, we saw this in, in 2008, we saw this in 2001, But these are this situation is so very different because this time we're not um, we don't know there is so much unknown here in this situation. There's so much uh, just confusion, and it's so very day by day by day by day that uh, I think I think people are just lost.
2: Well, and I think a lot of the initial, the a lot of the initial uh, forecasts were that the economy would rebound very quickly, um, and people are starting to temper that a little bit. And the, and and uh, I don't think it will be like two thousand eight, where it took, you know, literally years before we you know recovered, um, and it was a slow build back up. I mean, really, the economy was building for like almost eleven years. Yeah, um, we had eleven years of of actually one of the longest growing economies in history. Um, from the Great Recession until now, um, because it was a slow buildup. And uh, the initial, uh, all the initial forecast was that be, this would be a quick rebound, but the thing that they didn't that really take into effect that people are starting to realize now is, is that, yeah, start, you know, May 1st, we're gonna start seeing restrictions lifted and, and things are gonna start going back a little bit to normal, but there's gonna be a lot of new normals, and uh, is, is, you know, kind of after 9-11, um, you know you're going to go to restaurants and you know the employees are going to be wearing masks um and you're you know there's going to be um you know probably in a lot of states um uh, maybe not in Arizona but in a lot of states um restaurants are going to be required to operate at 50% capacity right um, and and create separation so there's going to be um there's going to be capacity reductions so there's going to be you know, and, and a lot of people, you know, even though we've passed, you know, their for, the forecasts now are showing that we're starting to pass the peak of the infections, you know, coronavirus is still going to be around. And for it's another, not like,
1: they say, I think, uh, 12 to 24 months yeah. before they will either have a vaccine or we will start to see everything kind of uh, go down. So it's not... Even if we do reopen, we aren't going to see, we are still going to see this infection around. Yes. We are still going to see this virus and uh, it's not going away. So we, we do have to be um, diligent about still keeping distance and still keeping those restrictions. But at the same time, you know, understanding that we do have to keep economy going otherwise everything will collapse and and that goes for all businesses you know it's not just just a small businesses that are affected now you know i know yelp did a huge layoff of over two thousand people so we're starting to see the hit moving up in the ladder moving up in the chain and that at that point that's when we start to see huge huge issue with the economy so you know i know trump is trying to push to open today um obviously it's up to each state's governor but you know in the phases that we go through i think it will be a gradual because things will slowly start to open but i think you're right i don't think it's going to be as long uh as it was back in 2008 but your the norm is definitely going to change and we i we have to be prepared for that for sure yeah, every
2: business needs to be taking a look at, you know, how, you know, how they're going to operate in the new normal. I mean, that's really what, even if they're shut down right now, they've got to be making plans of how they're going to operate and how they're going to maximize their revenues and profits in the new, new normal. So, and there are, you know, there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, there, there are, you know, I've heard from a lot of restaurant owners and, and, and I was a restaurant owner during the, you know, Great Recession and the time after the Great Recession and there are some silver linings, um, you know, from an economic standpoint. Um, you know, one of them is is that is is with commercial rents. You know, I I was able to go back and, and when all my leases were up for renewal, able to no- negotiate, um, you know, substantial reductions of uh, 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 in in terms of rents, where you know even. You know, I, I sold most of my uh, restaurants two years ago. But even when I sold them two years ago, uh, they were still paying less rent two years ago than they were prior to the recession. Wow. So you're able to to negotiate uh, lower rents. The other thing, the the positive thing, is with the high unemployment, is you're able to get um, you're you're able to to find good employees. Um, and and you know of course w- when you find them if you treat them well you can keep them, and so there's some there's definitely some benefits in terms of finding good employees you know when the un- when the unemployment rate is high. So
1: yeah, and another thing that is kind of a blessing now is that you have the opportunity to really dive into your business and streamline it, so you can take this time off and see like you know what wasn't working? What was working? What was I spending money on that I shouldn't be? And how can I fix that going forward? Because you have this, you know, blank slate, basically, I mean, pretty much all businesses are like, you're starting from zero, you're starting from a fresh, new beginning really. And I think it's your opportunity to take that and run with it and kind of grow from it. So for the businesses that are going to make it through this, hopefully as many as possible, you have the opportunity to to make changes that you've been wanting to for a long time or, or didn't even know that needed to be made because we're basically shining a spotlight on all of the things that weren't working at this point. Yeah. So um, if anybody needs to negotiate their lease, they can definitely contact you. How would they be able to do that?
2: You can just, uh, my phone number is 480-695-8447. Uh, just give me a call or my email is Sean Brown at bliss realty az.com. And uh, I would love to help them. Um, you know, like I said, every landlord tenant uh, situation is unique and uh, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm here to help anybody who's having that issue um, and, and approach the best way to, to go with it, you know, deal with their landlord.
1: Yeah. And you actually looked at my lease, too, before I signed it just five months ago. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it was a huge help because I think we don't always... And know exactly what we're looking at in Elise. So it helps to be represented. I mean, you always want to have representation from somebody that knows what they're doing and what they're looking at because you could get into a situation like this and be completely screwed. So always have representation. You can reach out to Sean. I'll have his information in my show notes. And uh, if you have any other questions or any other concerns uh, about who to reach out to, we can definitely send you in the right direction for the paycheck protection plan, or maybe uh, references for people that we know for banks or, or who you can reach out to and uh, get help, get help because this is, this is an opportunity for you to move forward in your business for sure. So, all right. Well, thank you, Sean, so much for coming on and giving us some really good information. Uh, Hopefully the economy bounces back quickly and You'll probably see, and maybe we can get some more information soon, and, and uh, yeah, we'll be back in business. So Yep, I have great. faith
2: in the American people, so we'll, we'll be back soon. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you all next week.
0: Due to COVID-19, Gabrielle and many others have had to close their businesses. Remember to support local and help businesses in need during this time by buying gift cards, ordering takeout from your favorite restaurants, or joining online fitness classes like those at Pilates Tempe. You can find out more information for online classes and training at PilatesTempe.com. We thank you for your support and hope you stay healthy and safe. Thank you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.